Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey, B&B fam. This podcast is sponsored to you by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there something getting in the way of your happiness? I know when I traveled the world, I had many days where BetterHelp's worldwide service of licensed professional therapists could have helped me speak to someone no matter where I was in the world about whatever was happening in my life and with zero judgment. With their ability to match me with a therapist that best fits me, I know my mental health would have been way better back then. Believe me, I needed it. But I'm here to share a way for you to take back control of your mental health by telling you about BetterHelp's awesome services they have for you to talk with a pro about your life through their app or just online. Whether it is a video session or some simple messaging, their team is here to help. I went to check out the app for myself just to see how easy it was to use, and after a series of questions, I was told I would be able to start matching with a therapist in under 48 hours. And what is super rad is that it's affordable and they even offer financial aid too. So come join the 2 million users that have already been helped and gain back control of your mental health by visiting betterhelp.com backyards for 10% off your first month. Remember, BetterHelp is therapy done securely online. Don't forget to use the special code backyards and let BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, help you to start living a happier life today. About what anybody else is doing. I know. I know, I know it's easier said than done. Oh, that's why I told her. I said, but that's why I'm happy is because I, I, I know I'm winning. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I, it doesn't mean I don't get to go through it. Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> it's a struggle. I understand Like, that. I'm not, I'm not, not doing what I have to do, right? Like, mm-hmm. yesterday I was online doing my MailChimp and doing all mm-hmm. that stuff. And, of course, lo and behold, I click on it and the template that I had forever is gone. Of course. <laughs> so now I'm like, well, fuck. So were you able to find to, like, it or you had to recreate re-create it? Recreate the whole thing. I think it came out better this time, but still it's just like... My point is, is like I, I'm still doing the work. It's just I, like, I'm feeling all of it right now. Yeah. It's not just like one thing. It's all the things. Mm. So, anyways, I'm talking about. I mean, you just did. I feel like now <laughs> all you have to say is "Welcome to Backyards and Bevies." Here's the <laughs> that was the intro. <laughs> no. Why not? Uh, cause that was just you and me talking mm. right now. I don't know. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Welcome. Thanks for joining us once again. It's hot. It is hot. It's real hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll record inside. Probably not. <sighs> I mean, it's it's hot, but it's nice. Like, today I did my, my last... Um, I call it therapy because it really I mean, is, it is therapy yeah. in a way. It's called Better Living. Mm-hmm. It's like the program's name. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I did it outside today. And it was so funny because the lady that that's my, my mentor or therapist, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call her, she's mm-hmm. amazing. She reminds me of my grandma. I cried today and told her she reminded me of my grandma. Aww. <laughs> um, <laughs> I opened the zoom up and there she is in her backyard oh no way i was like oh i see that you needed to be outside too (laughs) (laughs) 
I said there was no way that I could keep this energy inside. I was, I was, I've had a week, and I and we went right in, and it was, it was good though. It was our last session, <clears throat> and it was, it was interesting. It was ten weeks, mm-hmm. but. But I, not 10 straight weeks, ten, you were gone, gone some, and, and... She had to do a couple things as well, which yeah. was really cool, because it allowed, I think, a little extra time for things to, like, um, you know, sit mm-hmm. and stew and brew and work themselves out mm-hmm. and learn and grow, and so it was interesting, though. I brought up, uh, pulled up one of the first things that we ever talked about, because that was one of the big things we talked about today. It was emotions. Mm-hmm. And it was wild because I was like, man, I am going through it this week. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am feeling every everything that could possibly be happening to me. I am in it. I'm super jealous of everything. Mm-hmm. Every person that has a, is creating something, I'm just like jealous. Yeah. I'm stressed out of my mind as a father. I'm stressed as a husband. I'm oh, way too hard on myself about my looks right now like way just too hard you look great everything look at you. oh i feel like a whale right you're now you're not you're crazy that video i sent you last night of them reeling in that Stop. whale i i could have put my face on that video no. and would have felt fine nowhere close you are <clears throat> crazy but that's what we were talking about and, and we started and the program's really crazy too because it's all about i it's not like it's not like you did this to me, mm-hmm. right? And so it was About really how you handle the situations. Well, I've put a lot of blame throughout my life on a lot of what I was dealt, right? I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people want to always create like a story too, right? Like, oh, well, it's not my fault. Well, I don't even know if it's like that, but a lot of people want to say, like, well, you know, my childhood and, you know, I was beat and, or I was this or that. And mm-hmm. they put a lot of blame on like why they haven't moved forward in life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Today I was telling her, you know, <clears throat> what's crazy is I know I'm forward, right? Mm-hmm. And we ha- and we established all these terms and definitions throughout this course. And, and one of the things that we, me and, and her talked about, and I think I've even talked about it here, it's like, um, if you were to take like a start at the bottom of, you know, with your finger and mm-hmm. then draw a circle. Mm-hmm. But as you come back around, you don't go all the way back to the bottom, if you're doing everything every day, if you're like trying to get one percent better, right, and you like uh-huh. go draw your little line, you draw your circle, and your circle goes, let's just say an inch higher than that bottom line. Mm-hmm. You're you're better, right? right? <clears throat> but the hard part with a lot of people is that downslope, though, right. to complete into to the next up. up. That that bottom is in so many terms uh, the force of average, which mm-hmm. we've used on the show before. So like Ryan Steumann has this thing called the force of average, and it's everything that's going to take you back to you being the average human that you are, mm-hmm. right? Because it takes so much to be an extra extraordinary human. Right. Like, it does. It really does. Mm-hmm. Like, waking up and working out every day, eating healthy, mm-hmm. not, get, not being a fall-down drunk. I mm-hmm. mean, like, <laughs> you name it, it's easy to be all those things. <clears throat> and so I was telling her, I was like, Today is my, or this week has been my. You're just like force sitting at, in the bottom at, of that spiral. Yeah, because she uses a pendulum. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Same idea, right? You go mm-hmm. up one side and come back it's all down. beautiful and happy over here. Then you go back over here, and and you know that bottom is hard for people because the momentum and as your pendulum swings, right? If you're not like a, a swing set, right? Mm-hmm. Think about yourself on a swing. If you're not kicking your legs, you eventually just 
to, yeah, you got to keep the your momentum, momentum dies and mm-hmm. you end up just sitting at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, that is the hard part with self, right? Like, cause it's me. Mm-hmm. It's not on you. Like right. you can tell me nice things to lift me up for that day or that hour. But that, I can't change you or your attitude. But it has or... to be me. And that's, and so it, I, I wouldn't call this a 12 step program, but there's 12 principles we read at the beginning mm-hmm. of every session. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think some of them are cool. I'm not going to read them all because I'm not going to give away all her material, but <clears throat> I think one of the coolest ones is, is one of the first ones is I will be 100% responsible for myself and to others 100% of the time. It's a fairly simple statement just saying Mm -hmm. that if I did something, like for instance, last night, our little boy was like, me and him were just not meshing. Mm -hmm. We just did not see eye to eye on every little detail about Mm -hmm. how the night was going. And, but I personally took it to to an, a personal attack and right. I started to make it more about me mm-hmm. and and what I started to do is started to get frustrated with him mm-hmm. which then only made him more frustrated right, right? and so it right because you can this, totally read your emotions right and it totally turned into this giant feedback loop and I became emotional he became emotional we both you know we might have it was like a boxing match yeah <laughs> and a two-year-old was winning yeah well and you were you I don't think either of you were winning. Well, I mean, I say just winning just because we someone had to separate us and put us into the mm-hmm. our corners to get some water and some Vaseline rubbed mm-hmm. on our faces and and it's hard though. I think that but I I told her I said, "You know what's crazy is eventually I had to start looking at my my personalities. Mm-hmm. Like who's my child in me? Who's my adolescent in me? Who's my critical adult in me and who's my my responsible, uh, or my, jeez, uh, now I'm basing on the term. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, responsible adult, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, I finally had, I finally had to snap out of it. And you had even made a comment about my adolescent, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Did that make you mad?" And I said, "Actually, it didn't, because I knew what I was doing." Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because for the first time in my life. I'm aware. I'm not just living in this like realm of me. Mm-hmm. I'm re- I, just I personally am taking responsible for my actions, mm-hmm. and I snapped out of it. I might. I even told her. I said I might not have been the most chat- chatty person afterwards, but I did snap out of it, and I st- I came around for the mm-hmm. night, and we it was done. We finished it. We talked. It was good. Mm-hmm. But. That doesn't mean it's over. It doesn't mean like magically I fixed the situation, right? right? We still have a long way to go. And I think that, that that's the coolest part about this 10-week program is that you're not like, I don't feel done. I feel a little more educated about who I am, mm-hmm. which is cool, though. Yeah. Well, you have some additional tools that you can utilize to help yourself navigate yeah. through life, which is amazing. But I mean... I don't yeah. think anybody's ever done <laughs> with improving themselves or learning about themselves and how they react to things and interact with others. And Well, I think some people think they are. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, wholeheartedly, I feel like I know a handful of people that if I was to say, like, could you get any better? They'd be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> 
Yeah. And but that's the sad reality about it. And I think I was one of those people for a long time. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like um, I, you know, I I did put a lot of pressure on myself as a as an adult, like mm-hmm. trying to get away from my childhood, mm-hmm. trying not to be my mother, trying not to be my father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've come to the conclusion I'm both of them. Well, yeah. Know, one of them I enjoy being, the other one I don't. Mm-hmm. And and I never knew how to, um, never had, knew how to really take it though. I never knew how to actually like work around the personalities, which mm-hmm. was interesting. But now, now that I've gone through this, you know, for the first time in my life, I felt like yesterday was something that, though I did want to continue arguing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was the first time I actually didn't continue arguing about it. I think you and me have gone for some, not vicious battles, but we've gone into some pretty heated battles. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like I end up winning only because I just continue to push and push and push. And finally, you're like, all right, I just can't hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I, I would say that most of our old fights ended that way. And I think yesterday was the first time that it didn't end that way. Yeah. We didn't end in a note where it was, I won strictly on the fact that I just said more words. Yeah. And I was just done. <laughs> and you were just done and toast listening mm-hmm. to me. And I, I was telling you about that today. And, and it it is helpful, I think, in life when you start to look at your different like uh, stages in life, mm-hmm. which I never thought about. Mm-hmm. You know, like I came to the realization that the reason I'm creative is because I never really lived my childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, I was never really like, um, I was never in a spot where all I could do is just be a child. Be a child. Yeah. I had to be. You grew up. You had to grow up pretty quick. Well, it wasn't necessarily that I grew up pretty quick. It's just the the environment I was in. I was always there. Was always chaos. Mm-hmm. There was never. There was no. Um, there's no quiet time to just truly sit and mm-hmm. just be a kid for longer than a day, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't something at home, then it was, you know, something else in the family somewhere else, or oh, I got to go here now, I got to go here now, mm-hmm. or you know, it was never, um, it was never quiet. And then I, yeah, so then when I became an adolescent, I took that and I pushed the little kid way yeah. far, way far away, right. It was cool because I ended up having this conversation with a guy who's gone through this program, and I really, really, really respect him. And he was the one that actually was like, hmm, doesn't sound like, like, you're not, how do you put it, I'm not mad. I'm sad that my little child never got to live. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why this fiction world that I can live in is so detailed and fun for me mm-hmm. as an adult, even though I'm not writing, like, child fiction or young adult fiction i'm writing it's just you're you're using your imagination i'm using my imagination mm-hmm. finally and i think it was always that way like all the wild little things that i would tell you i want to do and you'd be like okay <laughs> well that <laughs> sounds fun it but... sounds fun but that's but that's what a kid would say right right and so it all right. makes kind of sense that why i lived in this little kid-ish world you could say for so long mm-hmm. because i all i wanted to do is go there but all i knew how to do when I was there was be an adolescent Mm -hmm. and so all my adolescent stuff would come through hence why I probably treated people like shit for a long time right (laughs) probably because I was always 
I was always uh, pushing the limits of to where I could get and what I could get and all that mm-hmm, stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I never listened to my critical parent because that was my mom. Right. And the last thing I wanted to do was listen to her. Right. And so, lo and behold, here I am, you know, 40, <laughs> starting to figure it out. Well, I mean, at least you're starting to figure it out. <clears throat> I think it's very important that I'm starting yeah. to figure it out. I mean, it's never too late. No, I don't and think it is. And you're still 40 to me, is still very young. It's like the new 20. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree, especially because I'll be turning 40 next year. <laughs> yeah, wait, I, I actually have some ideas. For my 40th birthday? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Hopefully yeah. it's the F1 race in my... <clears throat> no, no, nothing fun like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go to that, but you, you can stay here and watch the kids. Very rude. <clears throat> but, yeah, we... It was funny because she did say, like, at the beginning, she goes, man, your your tension, I can see it. And and it was yeah. true. I just, and I, you have had a long, tough week. Yeah, but I, I, I did it to, to myself. I you agree. Know? And I, exp- I agree and I expressed, that I expressed that to her multiple times. I said, you know, well, for one, we've had a lot of family in town. And for mm-hmm. two, there's been way more alcohol in, in my life yes. than there has. In a long while. In the last month than there has in probably six yeah. months. Yeah. And I was telling her, though that isn't, though that is an issue, I, the bigger issue is that I wasn't putting my health first. Right. So there would be times where I'd, it's fine, the cool, let's go have a drink, let's rage one night. But then mm-hmm. a couple nights, you know, like I expressed her, well, I couldn't work, work out because there was someone in the living room, or mm. we had people coming over early, or we had to go somewhere early, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, but mm-hmm. it was still me, though. Right. I was not doing my due diligence of right. keeping myself in that consistent, mm-hmm. healthy living space, right? Mm-hmm. Which throws me for a loop every single time and I know that well and I think in situations like that for example when like uh, like if somebody's staying at the house right. and you feel like you can't go out there and work out because you work out at 4am and they're going to be asleep on the couch well it's not that you can't work out you're just going to have to go do something different yeah. to work out work out exactly. in our bedroom or come work out outside on the deck yep. or whatever the case may be yep. instead of like you said earlier pushing the blame yeah. Basically, oh, it's I like, well, I this. can't do this because it's not my normal routine. Yeah. Well, you can. You just, just have to adjust the routine. Adjust routine. Yeah. But at least you're still sticking to the main points of yeah. the routine. Yeah. So, yeah. it was. But the, it's good to learn because we have more <clears throat> people coming to stay with us. So. <laughs> well, and I also, in my, I think mentally I've just said, all right, I have one more week to get through with just, like, little things that we wanted to do this summer mm-hmm. that would that were like in open space where we didn't have to deal with the book or the podcast or all the little things and we could just do it real quick mm-hmm. have our fun and be done but i have to go into that space and say that before it happens right or i end up turning into a big grump <laughs> well how do you feel today <laughs> after your last session well, I feel way better, and and that was part of what we were discussing. Was you know I finally got into my emotions with her, and was explaining mm-hmm. to her some of my my things, and um, you know, one of the things on here, um, it says I will stay current with my feelings, and I and I don't think that I was staying current with my feelings. Like, 
analyzing them Mad, yourself sad, or glad and afraid. You know, mm-hmm. those are four giant feelings or emotions that we all go through. And and but what's funny about them is I yeah, sure we can like I'm mad at this. But what's really happening? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually more afraid about this. Mm-hmm. And this is driving me. Being mad. This mm-hmm. is driving me to here mm-hmm. because I'm sad about this. Mm-hmm. But when I think about everything, I'm happy about right. this. About yeah. You know, like yeah. and 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 that's what we started to go through. She was like, "Well, what is? What's the problem?" And I was like, "Well, I'm I'm afraid uh, about my relationship with my son right now." Mm-hmm. And that is driving me to feel this way mm-hmm. and it started we just started to go through them like mm-hmm. what it but but then i but deep down i know better to be right. truly afraid or fearful of something because the, i have nothing to be afraid of right he's two i can't i can't be afraid of my relationship with him at 40 or my relationship him with him at 30 or 20 or 15 mm-hmm. or any of those i just need to work on today right, right. and we started going through that, and, and we were, like, boiling it down. Well, why, though? What is it? You know, and not why, but, like, why is it that I feel that I need to do this mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. when it doesn't matter until 40 years from now? Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, but that's what I wasn't also doing all week long when I was feeling emotions. I really wasn't thinking about them. I was just reacting right. as opposed to... Stopping and taking a deep breath and thinking. Stopping, analyzing. Okay. And then part of all of this revolves in circles, right? Mm -hmm. We put ourselves into these circles and then there goes that circle that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Well, I'm at the bottom again. Yeah. But am I truly at the bottom? And that's what I was telling her. So I'm happy that I'm not at the bottom bottom. Right. Right. So there's the happy. Right. Which is crazy because you're like, well, how can you feel mad, sad, afraid, and And happy? happy. Mm -hmm. Well, I can be happy that I'm not. That I don't feel the way I did 10 weeks ago, mm-hmm. which wasn't horrible. But you're better But I was now. still going through a lot. Right. So it's been eye-opening. So by the end of it, I was smiling. I cried a little because mm-hmm. we were saying our goodbyes in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to continue the class, I'm more than likely, just in a different light with her. Yeah. Which I think is a great idea. There's a support group here, too, that I'm going to hop in with, with awesome. my one friend that I really... And he's... Not like a friend, like oh, he's twenty and going through a hard time. No, he's, he's one of your mentors. <laughs> he's like yeah, sixty-five and going through, still going through a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. he's he's gone through so much that when I first asked him for help, mm-hmm. he was so like, oh yeah, let's do it, let's talk. And he instantly goes, I think you might enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And she goes, how'd she say? She goes, you've been one of my. I wouldn't say favorites, but you've been one of the more enjoyable ones because you instantly took to it. You were right. instantly open. Right. I didn't have to like pry anything right. or be like pull stuff out of you. It was like and... if I told you to go be hokey and and draw a mask of yourself, you did. I it. did it, mm-hmm. but I did it in my way, mm-hmm. and she enjoyed all that stuff. And so it was um it was a, a very good experience. And so yeah, so she gave me some other other things to look at to help my life. Mm-hmm going forth because i told her like well let's take a little break let me see let me let me get back to normal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me get myself let me see where i am in two three four weeks mm-hmm. and then let's reevaluate getting back into a class yeah so it was interesting we'll see what happens i mean i yeah i was exp- explaining to her she goes well what's your podcast because she saw the microphone in the background oh, okay 
And I said, well, you know, what's kind of funny is, is I think it started as like, um, me trying to figure out how to have a career again by mm -hmm. interviewing people, mm -hmm. you know, very Joe Rogan-ish or mm -hmm. whatever. I said, what, what, what I think it's evolved into is something even deeper. It's just, it's a, it's almost like a how to have a conversation with your wife. But I don't have to say how to do right. it. I'm just showing we people just like this is mm -hmm. how we talk and mm -hmm. this is how we work through problems. And I said, it's kind of funny. Like some days we talk about like, like silly shit, like soccer. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was, what's the craziest point about point that about it though, is that there is no one thing. Right. And so that's probably why we've never taken off is because we're not like super focused into just finance or this right. or that. So I've told her, I was like, well, it's kind of like, I try to name the shows very appropriately. So mm -hmm. if you're like not interested in soccer or kiss or yeah. something that's like that, then, then listen to something else. Then you can choose one of our other episodes that say is maybe uh responsible living. <laughs> right. Right. And that's actually what it's called. It's responsible living. It's not better living. Yeah. It's close enough. <laughs> My brain's all over the place uh, today. <clears throat> okay. But one of the other um, principles um, that I really, really enjoy is I will choose win-win mentality. I will not support or play the victim game. Win-lose mentality. Mm. And uh, I think my whole life I've lived in the win-lose mentality of the victim. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people live there. Now mm -hmm. that I Now that we went through this and we really dove into what that looks like mm -hmm. it's really hard to look at something bad or take something that you think is bad mm -hmm. and spin it into a positive true and i'm not just talking about like oh i'm happy today right <laughs> it's really diving in and saying this is a really shitty situation but mm -hmm. i'm going to figure out how to win out mm -hmm. of it yeah and that's what, right before, you actually told me the intro is the best part to this. Yeah. I should have just kept that. Um, you but, still can. But I think that that's, that is that. That's a, that exact thing is when your pendulum starts to slow or mm -hmm. that force of average starts to grab a hold of you or your circle is momentum is coming down the backside. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you, how do I personally take responsibility for myself mm -hmm. and dig my way back out how do mm -hmm. i start to kick my legs again right and one of the things i said to her today is you know the happy that's always apparent is the fact that well i have a house mm -hmm. i have a wife that loves me i have children that i assume love me right they love i know you. i say that in the, i mean of course they they don't know what love is mm. like they know that I'm there, right? Mm -hmm. So that's their like that's their love, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like our I love you. Right. <laughs> um I have food on the table, I have shelter, I have all these things that mm -hmm. God's given me. So of course I'm happy. Right. I'd be crazy not to be happy. So if that's my one drive that kicks my feet again mm -hmm. to get my swing going, mm -hmm. then cool. Then I, I have to do that. But that's mm -hmm. the way you dig yourself out. And that's why I think makes situations so hard for people to get out of is because they look at the well this happened to me and why is it unfair that this is happening to me mm -hmm. and so by the end of our conversation looking at my week well 
yeah, duh. Like, of course I'm mad at myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course I'm mad at the situation that I put myself in. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm sad at the situation that I put myself in because right. of my actions. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm sad that I'm mad at something that's so hokey and silly that I shouldn't, you know, like that right. has zero reference to my life. You know, like, why am I jealous and worried about 10 years from now? Right. It makes no sense. Right. Let people, there's so much Nothing to you go, can do about Yeah, there's so much that. to go around. So why am I jealous about what other people are winning? Right. I mean, I want to see them win, but like I can, I felt jealousy seeing, I even felt jealousy inside of seeing, seeing them win. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like I'm just, I'm happy for them because I'm forcing myself to be happy. Right. And then of course I'm a, afraid of my actions because mm-hmm. there I am once again getting mad and sad mm-hmm. but at the end there's there's happiness there's the happy overall yeah yeah so it's crazy that you can look at those emotions and you can you can dive into yourself at any point in your day and really say well okay well what am I feeling but what is the what is the ultimate kick to my legs getting out of this situation mm-hmm. or what is the ult- what do I really have to do to get out of this because this isn't healthy. Right. But. Well, I think more than anything, the key is recognizing when something is not healthy. 100%. And then talking about those four emotions and figuring out yeah. how do I get out of feeling whatever the originating feeling is that's then making you be reactive mm-hmm. with the other feelings. Oh, for sure. Reactive is easy. Mm-hmm. I can go zero to 100 real quick. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, the fact that you're willing to step back and look at yourself and really deeply look at who you are, how you're acting, how you're reacting, what is causing those things. You know, nobody can be perfect, first of all. And nobody can be the best version of their self every day all the time. Right. You know, the then you wouldn't learn. Yeah. So it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to get frustrated Absolutely. and to be mad mm-hmm. and to be sad and to be afraid. Yeah. And yes, it's, it is amazing for you to stay grounded in your happiness, in mm-hmm. knowing the blessings yeah. that God has given you. Yeah. But, that doesn't mean it's not okay to feel those other things. You just yeah. have to figure out how to feel those things, but by feeling them, make yourself a better person every time you go through something like that. I think it and is. And not revert to <laughs> the actions that you took and the reactions that you had the last time you felt yeah. those ways, you know? So it's like yesterday, like you referenced, you and our little guy were having a tough time. Mm-hmm. Well... What can you take from learning about those situations yesterday to apply to today Mm -hmm. while he still has a hard time because he is too and has Mm -hmm. all of these things he's going through? How can you be better so that it helps make him be better and adjust better? Yeah, And that's really all you can do is just keep trying and trying and trying and failing and trying again. Because it's like that billboard there. We live down the street from um, a church and they always have these like motivational quotes on this little billboard sign thing that they have out front. And um, they had a really great one the other day about failure. And it said falling down is not failing. Not getting back up is failing. So you just have to keep going. 
I guess. Mm-hmm. You can do it. <laughs> well, I know I've got I can your do back. It. Well, I think that one of the things that I told told um, told her was that <clears throat> I do have that drive to like I am so born to win mm-hmm. that little things like this won't get me down. But before I had some of this knowledge, gosh, was it hard to like find any kind of like motivation to want to do something. Yeah. And now it's more like, well, shit, of course I'm going to fail. Like, that's the whole point. Because if I yeah. if I became an expert at my emotions, then clearly I'm like living in a closet, like never talking to anyone, clearly. never doing anything, never. It would. It'd be asinine to think that every interaction I have is going to be solid. Yeah, there's no way. Because every other person in the world is having the most different day than I am. Mm-hmm. And, but, but, I now have the choice to be responsible for myself mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the point, though, that I was telling her that though... I might feel a certain way today. It is also my responsibility to everyone around me to figure out how to cope with my feelings. Yeah, to properly. positively navigate. Because eventually there's going to be more people around me with more emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I need to always work on myself. Mm-hmm. Because... If I want to be successful in a world where the light gets shined on you, well, I better be ready. You better. And, and the other part I told her, I said, you know, one of the hardest things that, that I had to do was do this course. Like, mm-hmm. this course was hard. <laughs> yeah. Because it really forced me to look at myself. Well, and no nobody wants to do that and look yeah. at the nasty parts well, of themselves. Of course, she asked me about like my past and like little details, mm-hmm. but never was the focus on those details. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, okay, that makes sense why you do this motion mm-hmm. when this occurs, but let's dive into why you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and that was really cool. And I was telling her, I said, uh, <laughs> How did I put it? There's marriage. That was mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having kids was hard. Writing a book was hard. And this is on par with all of those things yeah. combined. Because they're all the most difficult things I've ever had to do in my life. Mm-hmm. And But, like, I always say my one guy I really, like, fall on. Well, and faith, too. That's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. Mm-mm. And the one guy I fall into all the time, Jordan Peterson, you know, he always said the the key to life is taking on the max amount of responsibility that one human can take on. Because yeah. then you, when you go through those dark po- moments, you feel the most success. Yeah, absolutely. And so, though this is not fun at times, mm-hmm. I also know that... It's also the most rewarding. It's the... Well, I are... I can already feel it being rewarding. That's mm-hmm. the crazy part, though, is that though they all hit differently, mm-hmm. at times they all hit together. That's true. And that's the wild one. And that's the, those are the top of the pinnacle 
I'm the highest I can be on the swing. I'm the highest I can be on my circle. Mm -hmm. Force of average is gone. <laughs> yep. But I know then the next day has the complete potential. Might swing down. <laughs> yeah. You could to be, be from the top the, right into the bottom. The most wild ride ever. And, yeah. And, but that's the point, though. And he used to always say, you know, you're, I'll finish with this because I, I always, and it finally made sense. And Carl Jung and all of them had the same principle. Um, you had to go to the darkest place. How is it? You had to go to the darkest place to, to, to figure out, like, to see the sunshine, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you have to personally go to the darkest place to find the meaning to your life. Yeah. Well, he used to say, like, you know, the stories for the kids, right, were about the night going into the darkest mm -hmm. um, cavern or whatever to mm -hmm. fight the dragon. Well, I was telling her, I said, makes sense, though. It's not the night. I'm not... I'm not going to fight some arbitrary dragon. I'm fighting my, my inners. Yeah. That's... You're fighting your own dragon that lives inside of yeah. you that you have to constantly slay. Constantly. But it somehow keeps coming back. It's like the well, hydra is well, what it is. That's what... You cut one head off and yeah. ten more <laughs> rear up right when you think yeah. it's the, the desert. monster it's is the, dead. It's it's all of the stories that we heard as children. Yeah. And, and But what's crazy is when you put it, when you really think about it, every morning when you wake up, you have to fight the dreams that you had mm -hmm. and then you have to fight the morning because of whatever right mm -hmm. and then you have to fight whatever afternoon demons it's a constant fight right mm -hmm. and no matter who says oh it's all malarkey it's not They're, they are hiding something somewhere right. because at the end of the day before the darkness hits again and you go into a dream mode your mm -hmm. your subconscious is the darkness right like your deep down thoughts and your deep down what you hold and the deeper you hold it, that the the deeper you're going to have to go to fight it, right? But mm -hmm. if you start to allow those things to come to the surface and f just fight them, like, well, well, maybe you actually have a chance to win. Exactly. And I think that was my point with marriage. I was always terrified of it. Mm -hmm. Family, I was always terrified of it. <laughs> you know, doing what I really love, terrified of it. Uh, looking at my faith, terrified of mm -hmm. it. And well, then, you have an and then, ultimate fear of failure i think that is one of the deepest seated um fears yeah. that you have and it it goes with every single one of those things you said you're afraid of fa failing at being a husband afraid of failing at being a father afraid of failing at being 100%. an author afraid afraid of failing at being um faithful to god you yeah. know you there are Everyone. So many fears of failure and that ultimately it can benefit or harm you. It's just how you handle it. Well, that's why I said I think this is, was a very healthy thing to go through for 10 weeks because I didn't know how to handle it at mm -hmm. times beforehand. At least now I have <laughs> a couple more tools to help you. Something to say, yeah. well, let's try this today. It's kind of like you were the knight <laughs> riding in to battle your dragon Wouldn't but you that... had no armor yeah. you had no weapons no shield i mean the dragon was definitely gonna win usually... every time because you weren't prepared to fight properly but he did that was good that was the craziest part that every time i'd battle my dragons oh they would always come back mm -hmm. so i was i mean we go on for hours about that but... Mm -hmm. yeah so it was cool when i put it all in that perspective and and really thought about it i was like oh yeah it's I'm on my own quest. You are on a quest. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, I'm so glad that it has benefited you. I have... If anybody's interested. I have definitely seen you go through many different changes over the past couple months as you worked your way through the 10-week program off and off, but off and on because of everything we had going on. But I'm really proud of you for doing it, and I think it's been a wonderful um, course and tool for you to have. And it's helped me learn a whole lot about how to handle things myself, just talking to you about everything that Mm. you're learning and what you're going through and like you referenced earlier when I said to you last night when you were having a hard time with our little guy and I referenced that, you know, you were being your adolescent self Mm -hmm. versus your responsible adult. You know, I never would have known to think that or to make you aware of that if you hadn't gone through the course and taught me the things that you have learned. So I think it's really helpful for our relationship as husband and wife, as best friends, Mm -hmm. as parents, to be able to talk about those things and for me to be able to understand and recognize when you're going through something and be able to try and help you figure out what your emotions are and how mm-hmm. to get through them. I appreciate it. I got you. Thanks for being there. Anytime. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. No, it's been been awesome. So on that note, it was hot. Good, it was hot. It, <laughs> I'm uh, sweating. The birds sick of listening to yeah. us. They're the little eggs. They're still, yeah. still they're nesting still with there. their little eggies. I found a little egg on the front patio the other day. Oh, but I don't know if it was the same one. Could have mm. fallen from a different tree. Oh no, it was broken. Actually, it wasn't. Oh. It was like a little lizard took it over there. I don't know, or a raccoon. Was it a lot? Like there was still something. I in didn't the touch egg it. Or? You're not oh. supposed to touch it. Yeah. I just I looked put at gloves it. on, put it in here. No, I don't know. If incubate it's, with the other egg. But I don't know. It, it would be like that. <laughs> make, the, make the birds adopt well, it. That would be the Simpsons episode where Bart puts these eggs that he finds in a bird's nest, and it ends up being a lizard, and that bird, the but lizard eats, eats the babies. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, takes yeah. over the city. Don't do that. Yeah, let's not do that. Yikes! All right, much love. Thank you all so much. Have a Cheers. wonderful week. We'll see you Bottoms soon. Bottoms up. Woo! Thanks, Gwen, Bye. for these waters. Yeah. <laughs> yes.